This is a 30-second stereo radio for Trade School in the Home Depot. Spot code YHTFD00RGA0. Spot title, Project Planning Homeowner 101. So you're ready to tackle a home improvement project on your own. Let's make a plan. Take a free workshop from the Home Depot and get live help from our expert associates. Whether you're upgrading your kitchen or overhauling your bathroom, we'll provide everything you need to get started. You'll know what to look for and what to avoid, so you can take on any project with confidence. Homeowner 101 Livestream Workshops from the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Register now at homedepot.com slash workshops. Welcome to Riffin' with Raph and AD. Coming to you live from the Copple Chevrolet GMC Studios. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Now here's former Huskers, Chris Rapp and Aaron Davis. Here again on this Wednesday night, riffing with Ralph and AD. What a great first hour that was, AD. What an amazing family. Man, you know, it was, um, it was really, it was family. You know, like I said, I've known John and Michelle, John in particular, since we were in junior high school, and his sister Ann as well, and his parents were in education for years. Just good people, man. So it's always a blessing where you see your friends' kids uh, be successful in their endeavors, man. And Abby and their, their older sister as well, Katie, their oldest daughter, is doing well, graduated last year, is working in Omaha now in, in industry. And I'm just proud of those kids, man. I've, I've seen the work ethic and the, uh, the, uh, the prices they've paid to be where they're at, and it's Always does, you know, brings your heart joy. That's for sure, man. That's for sure. Enjoyed it. Real quick, before we get Corey on, dude, that was a major change in Tampa Bay. In case you haven't heard, Graf, let them know that news, man. Bruce Arians is moving up to the front office, and Todd Bowles, the defense coordinator, will be taking over the helm down there at Tampa Bay. And like we were saying, probably that rift between Tom Brady and Bruce Arians probably played a factor into that. They won't say it. But we're not foolish either, man. <laughs> we knew that when you're Tom Brady, people can say whatever they want, but, you know, the guy's got seven rings. You know, he can – he's going to come with some clout, you know, yeah. and simply saying, hey, you know what, we got a better relationship. He's upstairs and Todd Bowles down here. Uh, things are going smoothly. But I, I seen it on Twitter when we had Squires, and I was like, what? I was thinking it was, like, health-wise related. Yeah. Do you still think that could be a factor? I don't think so. I think this was – I think it was personnel. I don't think it was. I, well, think it, I, I think earlier this week they were talking about the possibility that Tom Brady might be getting traded to Miami. And fully true, not sure, but usually I always say where there's a little smoke, there's probably a little bit of fire. So mm-hmm. I'm guessing Tom was tr- starting to rattle those trees a little bit down in Tampa Bay. And the, oh, I forgot the owners of Tampa. How did I forget the owners of Tampa Bay? I see it in my head and I cannot think of the owners. But I'm sure the ownership said, you know, we've got to find a way to keep Tom here no matter what. And yeah. That ended up being what they ended up doing. Well, I tell you what, before we get Corey, is Corey on there, before we get Corey on, we, I'm going to give a shout out to uh, the management here. You know, DP, Derek Pearson, for the swag. Raph, we got new hats, man. I look good in this hat. Now, dude, I don't think I've ever seen you in a hat. Well, usually they're too small. This one fits like a glove. It's well, like dude, it's when you're 6'10 to, to <laughs> 2 or whatever, you ain't go find the easiest hats to get, brother. Well, this one they did. It's perfect. It looks good, man. DP, appreciate it, big dog. For the management, thank you guys much for the swag. Carter, thank you for getting it to us. Folks, we have an absolute treat for you uh, this evening for this next hour, which is going to go extremely fast. We have one of the, speaking of fast, 
one of the fastest Huskers to ever wear a Husker uniform. We have Corey Dixon. Corey Dixon, how you doing, big bro? Man, I'm I'm well. How about yourself? Man, Good so you, to hear you, man, bro. You just you just sound like you came back from somewhere special and exotic. <laughs> <laughs> man, I tell you, hey, a much needed getaway, and man, I mean, it was beautiful. That was my first time over in Barbados with the wife, and man, we had a blast. Barbados. My man didn't say he went to Brooklyn. He went to Barbados. <laughs> yeah. Hey, much needed, well deserved, man. And it was a blessing to be there, you know. Great experience. How long did you guys stay there, man? Uh, we, we did like a week. We was over there a week. Mm-hmm. What was the weather yeah. like? You know what? It was nice. I think, you know, she's still tan. And I think, yeah, I think the, the high was probably around like 70. Three seventy six. Man, that's perfect. Nice breeze in the in the nighttime. You know the ocean, the waves coming in. It was nice. Mm, mm, mm. Beautiful. What'd you do while you were there? What was the funnest thing you did while you were in Barbados? The funnest thing I can tell you a a, a good time. We went to the uh, the rum. I think I think they call it the rum shop. Well, you know you. You try all the rum. Sounds delicious. <laughs> and, and man, I'm telling you, and, and I'm not a drinker, but I'm trying to tell you, that was a great time. I, I think I learned how to how to sip some rum or drink it or swallow it without a burn. I mean, I learned a lot. <laughs> you're going to be opening one of those up down in, down in Texas, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm telling you, man, it, it, we had a blast. That's we had good a blast. to hear, man. It was nice. Big bro, again, man, I, I can't tell much. I appreciate you coming on with us uh, and just sharing with our evening crew. I know um, our other, our, our little Husker brother, VJ, had you on. Rashawn had you on on the on the Captain Show a few weeks back, and I enjoyed listening. In fact, about a month and a half ago, maybe two months ago, yeah, when you were on there, I know it was yeah, downtown yeah. listening at a coffee shop when I was working, man, and just listening to you do that. It's like I want to get him off so the evening folks uh, can hear uh, more about your story. Corey, let me ask you this, man. I know you hear this all the time. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And our, our our past guest, John Squire, um, uh, uh, a very good friend Should we of mine. just let him guess what you're going to what say do you next? Th- yeah, let, let me go and guess. What do you think the question is going to be? <laughs> what do you think we'll ask you, Corey? What you think? You, uh, oh, about about the uh, the 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 return, <laughs> the, the the block in the back, or the you know the the no call or whatever you call yeah. it. Yeah, I know that's a a, a hundred situation i mean that's a nightmare on on, on you know on husker street oh man is what i call it Corey, <laughs> you know i asked i've asked coach coach osborne was on the show with Rashawn those guys a couple weeks ago and uh i've asked coach just a number of times and coach you know you know how laid back coach osborne is i said coach right. have you found a clip yet and he says well ad uh I've watched that thing several <laughs> times, and I still can't find one. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and I talked, I talked to plenty of refs. You know, mm. uh, a lot of refs, man, and, and they said they they know know that crew that ref the game, and man, I mean, we still can't find. I, I, I mean, I don't know the ref name. Right. I think some of the guys that I deal with, they know him, but they won't tell me who he is. Not like I'm gonna go after him, man, like that, but I just want to know. I just want to know. <laughs> I just want to know. You know. <laughs> See, Corey, I don't. Were you nervous? <laughs> right. I don't think a lot of fans know that you officiate games now. How did you get started with that? Well, you know, DeJuan Gross and Michael Booker. Mm-hmm. You know, those 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 brothers that I hear and. The one guy started would always tell me to come out. And I was like, ah, 
you know, I don't want to wear the stripes. You know, I, I talk about the stripes, even though they're good guys. I talk about them. I give them a hard time. But, you know, I think uh, he was telling me it was good to be out on the field again and, and kind of, you know, call some games, learn the rules, and, and be next to the guys on the field. And I did that, man. And I'm telling you, I'm, I'm having a blast. And, you know, it takes some getting used to, uh, you know, being an athlete and you out there kind of learning the rules, being on the other side of it. So, but those guys got me out there and, and learning the rules and man, it's been nice. And I can see how some guys can make mistakes, but I don't make them kind of mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> On a national championship game at that big bro. Yeah, not that one. You don't make that. No, one. you can't make that one, man. And when you hear Tyrone Williams talk about, have you talked to Freaky T about this, man? Tyrone Williams. No, we you know every time I try to catch up with uh with T Will man he he's always busy and we we've always we miss each other but yeah, I, I hadn't got a chance to to talk to him about it oh bro because he I mean, he'll have you in stitches because you know apparently it was on him again what they said was on him or I don't I know what it on right. K Moss they said it was on him my man had his hands in the air not even close to touching a person on the field. <laughs> didn't even touch him at all. Didn't you know, touch him at all. I he didn't need what, to. What angle uh, uh, the referee had, but. Nah, that was – I mean, you know, I wish we had replay, but I don't know if that would have worked you, back in our time. But, man, that show was a costly uh, penalty. Corey, I, this was probably about – oh, probably eight years ago, give or take, man. I was speaking down in Tallahassee for a, uh, a corporate group. And, uh, man, they was they was sure giving me the business about 93 game. Yeah, we beat y'all. You know we beat you. And I, I said, you know what? And I was telling them – I was <laughs> big bro <laughs> – and they was they popping <laughs> off at the mouth, and like I told them in the first hour, I didn't get my check yet, so I couldn't really say nothing back. <laughs> so, right, right, right. <laughs> but after I got that check, man, I was talking big trash. <laughs> I was like, not only can y'all not find the clip, I said William Floyd scored with no ball in his hand. With no ball in his hand. With yeah, no crazy. ball in his hand. I mean, crazy. Corey, when you look at that, we should be national champions, 93, 94, and 95. But you know it hurts, but such is life. Folks, if you want to call in for any questions or any texts, you can call on the Honda of Lincoln hotline. That's 402-464-5685, the Sergeant Heyman text line. Give us a call. Leave a text message. Raph, go ahead. I know you got a question for him, too. Hey, Corey, this is Raph. Uh, just a um, quick question. Um, Let's go back to your high school days. I saw that you uh-huh. ran a 10-1-100 in high school and a 20-20.7-200. Was track your sport in high school, or were you football then track, or how, how did that how did that play out for you there when you are in high school? Yeah, F- football was always the number one sport, and track was just something that I kind of, you know, got into when I first started high school. You know, I started playing football back in 78, and, and and believe it or not, I think my first year out there on the field, I always had speed, but the coach didn't. I was small, and he wouldn't let me play. And I had some older friends of mine would always say, Coach, Coach Dippery, put him in, put him in. And he finally put me in the game, and there was no looking back. <laughs> so, and, and, and I was always – I think I played every position on the field besides uh, center guard or tackle. I was in, mm. uh, I played quarterback, running back cornerback I was all over the field uh and once I got to track I could always run my mom was fast uh my dad could run and once I got to high school 
um, one of the varsity coaches seen me because I was uh, kind of running around with the seniors and, and I was running routes or racing and he fell in love with me my freshman year. And that's where I got in as far as running track. And, and, and believe it or not as well, I went 10 one and still got second. God whoa, whoa, came whoa. and caught me at the tape and he went 10 zero nine. Corey, you run a 10-1-9 and still came in second. Still came in second. I'm telling you, I got out the block so fast, and I was running running down lane four and didn't see nobody near me, behind me, until I got to the tape. I saw a uh, guy by the name of uh, Newsom, I think, out of Tyler, uh, John Tyler, and, and his knee was right with my head, leaning across the tape, and they gave it to him. So did they watch that at that time? Did they, so that was not like something, because they had, was it AccuTrack they used to watch that on? Did they have that on video, or they just they just called it? They just seen it like with the naked eye. Yeah, they just seen it with the naked eye. Mm. Do you was it? Yeah, do you eye. think for sure he beat you? Was it? Were you pretty sure he beat you on that one? You know, it's it's hard to say. You know, from from when you know when we talking track, I thought I won. Uh, but he the way he ran is kind of almost like if you remember how Eric Dixon used to run. Yeah, knees up high, mm-hmm. and coming coming down that lane, man, he had to chase me. He had to catch me because I'm telling, I got out the blocks. I mean, I got out the blocks, you know, right with the gun, and I was gone. Mm. And 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 what they did was, I was actually in a in a smaller school. I was in four A, and this heat that they put me in was the five A. All the speedsters in Texas was at this meet, and they said, Corey Dixon, you would not run, you know. With your class, you're going to run with the with the big class, and I step back, and and if you look up in the stands, you can see everybody passing money around. I'll bet, I'll bet <laughs> is going on. You can look up in the stands about money being talked. <laughs> and I tell you, and I was geeked and excited, and I'm telling you, I shot down that track, and that was my fastest time. You know, of course. That same year at State, I think, uh, I don't know if you guys ever heard of a guy named Henry Neal, but he went like 999 on the clock nine. Uh, in State that year. In high school. In high school, man. He's telling you. That's AD type speed running. right there. No, I could run a 999, but I have about 20 yards left to go still. <laughs> 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 we all run run 99 eventually. It's just where we, where we still got to go. <laughs> yeah. So, the, yeah, that was some time. So, yeah, but track, man, you know. And, and when I got to college, I, I didn't run until, you know, the coaches tried to get me out there, and I was like, nah, I need the ball. I need the football, you know. Mm-hmm. And my junior year, I think uh, – Coach Pepin? Me and Ty- yeah, me and Tyrone went on out there and helped with the sprint relay and just to give, give the guys, uh, the squad, some points at, at the Big 8 meet. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think we were in Oklahoma. We, we finally ran, and this was my first 100. In in years since I was wow. a senior in high school, and I didn't run well my senior year because I was kind of, you know, senioritis. I had already committed to Nebraska, and mm-hmm. I'm like, ah, you know, <laughs> what's the use? I'm just here. But right. I ran my junior year, and I think in my heat, when I won my heat, I was like, uh oh, you know, <laughs> y'all, y'all let me y'all let me win my heat, and I hadn't ran in years. Wow. You know, what's this? <laughs> you know, this not supposed to happen. And <laughs> I think in the finals, I think I got like fourth. You know, but just looking at that, saying if I would have trained for hmm. it, man, I would have been, I'd have been a beast at it. Well, Corey, you think about this, man. Like you mentioned, if something you had run in years, you know, three, four years, um, those guys that beat you in the finals and still coming in fourth, 
they do that every day. Every day. Yeah. Every day. That'd be equivalent to them you trying know. to come play football and catch passes like you catch when you do it every single day. So for you to still be able to place fourth, that shows the pure amount of speed that you had. Let me ask you this. Right. And growing up, you were – how did you use your size to an advantage rather than a disadvantage? Because playing football – because as you know, especially back then when we were playing, football is not a contact sport. It's a collision sport. Some of the hits right. that we do, that we got put on us in practice and you in games, you'd be kicked out, in, in probably for two or three games right now. How did what? Who, who was it? Mom was it? Dad was the guys in the neighborhood, you know. So growing up, who were you? Were you just always kind of a tough kid, or who gave you that edge because you were the smallest guy usually, but you always came with the punch? How did you develop that? Just kind of that killer instinct and that just uh, dogged will, if you would. Yeah, you know, growing up. My my best friends of uh, and my brothers, they were older. You know, I mm. think my best friend was six years older than me. So oh, when wow. you're talking, when I'm six, you know, he's twelve. So right. I played with the twelve year olds when I was six. Oh man! And and, and 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 what they would do was just turn around and pitch me the ball, and they would block. You know, from we would we would go from street to street and play. And as I got older, they got older. And the guys that we would play against would really want to chase and tackle me for real. And I was kind of like, you know, you have to catch me. And I would run and run for my life. <laughs> and, uh, you know, <laughs> and I was strong. You know, I used to lift weights, you know, with, with those older guys, you know, growing up. But I wasn't trying to just, you know, be someone where I'm going to just be in the weight room to get all cut up. But I mm-hmm. was actually strong. Uh, and I think back in – Playing in Little League, a lot of the guys would always say I was too old because I was a, a little guy, bright-skinned guy with a mustache. So they, oh, he's too old, and then I could run and I was strong. So mm-hmm. sometimes my coach would only put me in. Uh, I think he put me in, and I would score three touchdowns. He'd take me out. Why he take you out? He, you know, didn't want to run the clock up. I see. You know. I see. Getting so, ready for Nebraska. We had, we had a lot of competition, <laughs> a lot of talent, but, you know, I played with a lot of older guys, and that's mm-hmm. where that stems from, you know, because you look at me coming out of high school, I was a running back. I was an eye back. And that was what, what gave me, you know, to look at Nebraska. I was like, I'm coming to Nebraska to play running back. You know, and I tell the story all the time, and I got to Nebraska, Coach Brown, you're going to be our wing back. I'm like, okay, give me the ball. <laughs> and, and and our freshman year, we was out there, and Leotis Flowers was out there, you know, Scotty Ball. And, mm. and Pat Tyrants hit Leotis Flowers so hard one time, man. I, and T.O. had his hand on my helmet to go in for the next play. I looked at him and said, I'm not ready for this. You know, I'm not going <laughs> to get hit like that, not me. And Pat Tyrants would lay the you know, wood out there, man. Yeah, Pat Tyrants hit Leola so hard, and then Reggie Cooper coming all up, and I'm like, nah, I ain't ready. Yet. I don't know. Y'all gotta give me. Yeah. <laughs> hey, not from that, Corey. <laughs> I tell you what, Doke Ostergaard. You know, big bro, Doke, man. Give Doke a shout out real quick, Corey. Oh, what up, Doke? My <laughs> man. Doke sent me some information. He's always because you know Doke knows he's like a walking encyclopedia. And I said in the last hour, the amount of time we put on it was actually we put after the after we lost that game in '93, Big Bro. That was your you know obviously unfortunately your last year. We put yeah. one minute and sixteen seconds up on that clock. I knew there was a fourteen or fifteen, but it was one minute. I appreciate that, Big Bro. Doke, 
one minute and 16 seconds because that's how much time was in the game when we were actually winning that game we should have won. And Doak also right. sent this, Big Bro. I didn't realize this. I knew you had a heck of a game. But Doak sent me these stats, and you were the Orange Bowl MVP, which was, a, you know, obviously a consolation, but I know you would have tossed that trophy in a heartbeat for a natty. But you had right. five receptions for 123 yards. That was actually the year before, actually. That was 92. Was that 92, Corey? You had a 41-yard mm-hmm. touchdown catch nice, against nice. Florida State, the 27-14 game. Okay, yeah, that, that might have been the year before. Year before, I, year I before. Think, yep, that yeah, that was year before. Yeah, I, because I had, I, had, I had a few nice little catches that game, too. I can't remember what the stats were that year. That but, was yeah, 92. Had two. 93, yep. you had two catches for 50 yards. And then a touchdown, okay. and then the punt return yeah. for – how long was that punt return, Corey? Was it 76, I think? Uh, 71. 71. It was long. It was long. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was like – yeah, it was one of those. But okay. I think – is that for you? I think I had a few reverses, too, against those guys. Yeah, you, you know, did. We had big wheel shields out front blocking. Yep. So, I had a decent, decent set that game. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. Big bro, we're going to take a quick timeout. We'll come back, folks, with more questions, more about the Nebraska days and what made really Corey Dixon, Corey Dixon, as a player at Nebraska. You're with Riffin with Raff and AD. We're going to pay some bills. We'll be back with Corey Dixon, Husker legend. 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. 92% because of a bike? Not just bikes. We also make treadmills and rowers. Oh, let me guess, for elite athletes only, right? Nope. It doesn't matter if you're an avid exerciser or new to working out. Peloton can help you achieve your fitness goals. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try Peloton bikes, tread or row, risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. This is a 30-second stereo radio for Trade School in the Home Depot. Spot code yhtfd 0 RGA0 spot title project planning homeowner 101 so you're ready to tackle a home improvement project on your own let's make a plan take a free workshop from the home depot and get live help from our expert associates whether you're upgrading your kitchen or overhauling your bathroom we'll provide everything you need to get started you'll know what to look for and what to avoid so you can take on any project with confidence Homeowner 101 live stream workshops from the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Register now at homedepot.com slash workshops.